0: Hello and welcome to the Korean Beauty Show podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, the founder of online K Beauty platform Style Story, and of course, your guide to everything that you need to know all the top headlines, the products, the trends coming straight out of South Korea. So, to kick off this Tuesday's episode, and Tuesday is, of course, the episode where we do our news wrap up, our news roundup, and talk all things that are new and trending at the moment. There were quite a few different stories in the news this week that took my attention, caught my attention I guess you could say. And the first one was the plan that the Korean government is currently rolling out to build a biomedical hub in Osong in Korea. So the plan is to call it Osong Biopolis. Now, Osong is probably not a place that you have necessarily heard of before, and that's because uh, it's not super famous outside of Korea. It is not in Seoul, so it's not one of the big cities. Uh, it's not on Jeju Island or anything, which is uh, a place that probably a lot of people living outside Korea may have heard of. But what the plan is here is to build essentially a cluster of government-funded Healthcare and medical agencies. So, biomedical facilities, a high tech medical complex, research facilities, and a, a medical complex where you can actually go and do, for example, medical tourism. So the reason that this caught my attention, apart from the obvious that it seems like a lot of this will have a flow on to the K-beauty industry, is that the government has said that they actually want to attract foreigners to come and, I guess, live in the Osong Bi- Biopolis. Uh, and that's because they're planning to build foreign schools there. They said they're going to have favourable living conditions for foreigners, which I would love to know what they think that means um, apparently what they're doing is they're setting up you know exclusive residential lots for foreigners uh, I don't know if that means you'll get priority housing or something like that. Uh, that that's in contrast to another one of the headlines this week which was that the Korean government is planning on clamping down on foreigners that own uh, property in South Korea so I'm not sure if the two different arms of the government are talking to themselves but anyway the people that are responsible for Osong are saying that they want foreigners to go. They want them to live there and they're going to give them exclusive residential lots. They're going to do things like schools, hospitals and pharmacies for foreigners as well. So I guess, you know, that could be cool if it, if it uh, actually does go ahead. I'm not sure how far into the rolling out of that that they are. Uh, but medical tourism is bigger and bigger here. So when I was at the airport a couple of weeks back when I landed in Korea, uh 아... I have Korea now has in the international airport at Incheon it has two separate terminals and for whatever reason normally when I fly out I'm always flying out of terminal two which is the Korean air terminal Uh, but this time I landed at terminal one which I have not done for ages probably because I was flying a different airline and what I noticed when I got through after I collected my baggage and we were making our way back to the, the car park where our car was parked is that there is actually all of these different Uh, counters set up and one of them was like a medical tourism counter where you can go and have I presume some sort of a consultation or I don't know maybe it's for people that have already booked a medical holiday uh, and you know that's kind of the meeting point. So medical tourism and I think that encompasses everything from actual Uh, plastic surgery all the way through to you know people that maybe in their home country the cost of um, medical care is too high so they're coming to Korea to have elective surgeries. Uh, All of that is just getting bigger and bigger. There's even a government agency I'm pretty sure that exists where you can complain if anything has gone wrong while your surgery or procedures were being carried out in Korea. So that is just something that I'm seeing more and more around the traps and then obviously in the news this week all of the the chat around the new Orsong Biopolis. Uh, So I guess Korea is probably going to be a more and more attractive option for people that are looking to do those kind of things. Uh, I know like historically places like Thailand have been really good for that, particularly amongst uh, Aussies, amongst Australians. A lot of Australians go to Thailand to have like cheaper surgery, certainly cosmetic surgery that gets reported on a lot. Uh, But Korea is obviously wanting to become a little bit of a hub of its own for that kind of thing. So that was in the headlines. The other thing that I thought was a little interesting was some shadow I saw in the cosmetic online news reporting uh, services talking about scalp care during summer. So scalp The scalp on your head, obviously, and what they were saying is that most people think that autumn in Korea is the season for hair loss, but in fact, it's summer when the scalp on your head is the most prone to stress. And what the experts were talking about is that problems around hair loss and things like that, and you know, dry, itchy, flaky scalp, can actually become a lot worse in summer. Uh, so not only the skin on the face, which is obviously you know just being stimulated a lot more than it is at other times of the year by things like UV rays, uh, excessive sebum and oiliness, but this can actually cause damage to your scalp as well. So they were just chatting through some of the ways to manage that. So hair loss is a really, really big, talking point I think in Korea Uh, certainly if you ride the subway here uh, and if you can read Korean or you know listen to Korean you will notice that a lot of the ads and advertisements around the traps are for hair loss uh, and you know how to reverse it you know obviously targeted a lot at people at men I suppose in their middle age but not even a lot of the ones particularly around Gangnam are showing women younger women in the ads as well so I think that hair loss and how to prevent it, how to manage, you know, issues around the scalp and the hair in general are a lot more talked about here, certainly than I've seen them talked about in other countries. So I thought that was a little bit of an interesting one. I'm not sure if that is the case in all countries, in other parts of Asia as well. You guys will have to let me know, is hair loss and scalp care and how to care for your hair, is that a really big talking point overseas wherever you're based you'll have to let me know because I'm actually a little interested to hear if it's just a Korean thing or whether other people are similarly as concerned from seemingly a young age too I would say that a lot of the the ads that I see are targeting you know everything from people that have like a slightly strangely shaped maybe hairline all the way through to like hair loss caused by you know all kinds of things from pregnancy from stress all of that sort of thing all the way through to like male pattern baldness that's a big talking point a lot of clinics over here a lot of products and treatments for that kind of thing Now, the other one was a little bit of bad news for one of the big K-beauty companies that is actually floated on the stock exchange, and that was Clio Cosmetics. So the stock price for Clio has fallen dramatically recently. In the past three months, their shares have fallen 33%. And again, this is because of the impact of a sharp drop in sales in China. And that is predicted to obviously affect their earnings in the second quarter. So what they're saying is that, you know, there's a lot going on in general, but the sharp drop in Chinese demand for Clio's products, as well as the concerns over global inflation and the US central bank's interest rate hike, all have investors feeling a little bit shaky and the stock price has fallen. So that's that kind of news I have seen repeated pretty much all year this year. It's a very common uh, discussion, particularly among the the bigger K-beauty companies. So Clio Cosmetics, obviously very famous, and they own a number of different brands under their umbrella. So that was rounding out the news headlines for this week Uh, and of course I will be back with some more updates for you guys next week but on to some of the newness, some of the new reviews and the releases. First up I think obviously the big one that I am the most excited about is our Jellico Cinnamon Toast Sugar Scrub Foam. So I cannot believe that I finally get to say that this product is ready, it's available, it is released. So Cinnamon Toast Sugar Scrub is a product that we have been working on since 2020, if you will believe that. I actually found, we I think we really got serious about it in about June 2020, but I even found a sample that I had lying around uh, in my bathroom cupboard that was labeled May 2020. And that was from uh, one of the manufacturers with a very early prototype uh, that I am very glad now that we did not go with. So this has been a real labor of love, this product. We have had so many stops and starts, ups and downs with it. Uh, you know, it, it's been, impacted on by pretty much everything uh the global supply chains obviously materials and things like that but the big one that we really really struggled with, with this one was the packaging we just had nightmare after nightmare, trying to find a packaging manufacturer that we wanted to work with. Uh, I think we must have started the process at least four times with four different manufacturers and just kept running into just trouble with them. They were not very easy to deal with. Um, It seems that there are a couple of companies that sort of have a monopoly on the market here. So it's very much uh, they were in the position of power and we as a small brand were not so it was kind of a reversal of the customer gets what they want or the customer's always right we were kind of like oh my gosh like we're gonna pay you for this we promise we want to give you money please can you send us a prototype uh we just had so many issues uh the product so because it is in tube packaging this is actually the first time that I have worked with tube packaging uh with with a new product so I've overseen lots and lots of different products being made but this is the first time that I got to see close up all of the problems that can arise when you're using tube packaging and the reason being is that it's completely sealed off Uh, and so what that can lead to is depending on how uh, much the tube is you know filled and if it's overfilled or not it can actually explode, uh, you know, depending on how much product you put in it, um, how long the packaging is, how short it is, all of these things that I never knew about. So we had a lot of problems trying to get the perfect length of the tube, get the perfect size of the tube and have the formula sitting in there safely in a way that every, that it would pass the stability testing. So we had to scramble around a couple of times to change the tube packaging uh, just because we were just running into too many problems. And that blew the whole thing out by at least a year. Uh, The formula we had perfected, we were really, really happy with it. And then just, you know, issue after issue to do with that. So that product, I am just so happy that it is finally out in the world and that it exists. So what is it exactly after all of that time? So it's a cleanser and you might be forgiven for thinking, hold on, but there's scrub in the name. So I will explain. What we wanted to do is create something that is a multi-use and a customizable cleansing option. Uh, So as a way to basically cut down on some of the steps in your skincare routine, because when it comes to cleansing and exfoliating, you know, depending on how many different cleansers you're using and exfoliators, it can really start to blow out. So what we wanted was something that Did everything, and you could decide exactly how you want to use it at each cleanse. So, what it is, is it has uh, tiny, really, really tiny, fine little sugar crystals into it, uh, in it, as one of the the main ingredients obviously so when you pour it out onto your hand you will see the sugar crystals and if you want more of an exfoliation or a grittier type of cleanse then you basically just wet your face with water apply the product straight to your face and it will really gently exfoliate and the crystals the sugar crystals will melt as you're using it and melt away into like a more traditional foam formula that cleanses like a regular cleanser so that's one way of using it and I. I love using it like that probably two times a week three times a week but for my skin because it's so sensitive what I normally do when I'm using this in my routine is rub it together in my hand first and dissolve most of the crystals dissolve maybe 70 to 80 percent of them have it in that creamy texture and just apply that straight to my skin so it's 100 percent customizable if you're trying to get say your sunscreen and base makeup off at the end of the day you might want to leave it a little bit grittier just to really you know cleanse them away but the thing is unlike a traditional kind of scrub that has really big shards of you know maybe apricot or micro beads or something like that in it this is nothing like that it is very very ultra fine it's non-abrasive it's non-irritating uh, even someone with skin as reactive as mine I can use this uh, so that's why it's, it's quite different I guess to a lot of the other products that are on the market um, because it does lots and lots of different things in, in in one and then obviously our you know brand theme for Jellico is you know deliciously fun skincare we want fun and functional so what we did is we decided you know what are our favorite sugary treats and cinnamon toast is one of them cinnamon scrolls cinnamon rolls so you will get that sensation of you know eating a product as well it actually i I, it's ended up in my mouth before and it actually tastes really good but obviously i do not recommend eating it that's not what it's for Uh, but that is up on the style story website at the moment uh and it is also in our u.s warehouse as well you would not believe it after two years of back And forward starting and stopping working on this product. The product landed in the US and in Australia in the same week which is just that blew my mind i did not think that would happen um so look the key ingredients to know about obviously apart from the sugar extracts we've added vitamin c and ceramides in there just to make sure that the skin stays really nice and moisturized and nourished nourished while you're cleansing and then it's also got a small amount of willow bark extract which is just a really really gentle type of bha and that's perfect for you know clearing out the pores without irritation so go into check that one out i am so keen to hear what you guys think of it uh and if you were on the waiting list for that product we did send around a little discount for you so go and check your emails if you haven't seen that already that was everyone that was on the jelly coat waiting list uh we we gave you guys a little bit of a, a special offer to say thank you so much for supporting the brand if you're not on that list guys i would recommend getting on it because We do tend to give the best discounts and offers to the people that really want to hear about them, first of all, uh, but also for the people that have supported the brand. Because, you know, as a really small skincare startup, uh, we would not be where we are without the people that support our brand. So obviously we want to give back to them. So I'll put a link down below to that as well so that you don't miss out when our next product is about to launch. Okay, on to some of the new K-beauty product reviews that were left on the Style Story website. And the first one that I found was Skin79's Pink BB Cream. This is a five-star review, and the reviewer said, beautiful skin coverage. This product leaves your skin feeling soft, smooth, and glowing, while providing a great coverage and hiding blemishes. Five stars. So nice and short and sharp. Thank you very much for that review. And the second one was one for Tosa ovalison Red Spot Cream. And this was a five-star review, and the reviewer said, great breakout control. This cream has helped with my oiliness as well as keeping breakouts at a minimum, generally evening out my skin tone. Instead of a pimple coming up, I'll get a mild red dot that never goes further. The redness is reduced, and after using it for a couple of months, a makeup girl was shocked that I wasn't wearing any makeup when she went to take it off for a color match wow okay that's pretty cool (laughs) so thank you very much to our reviewers that left the reviews remember if you are purchasing any k-beauty products on the style story website that you just make sure that you log into your uh, rewards account and leave any reviews and watch those rewards points just pile up i've seen a lot of people that are making full use of them Uh, lots of people coming through with big discounts $10 $20 on their orders so good on you thanks for leaving your reviews and to everyone that hasn't done that yet uh make sure you're not leaving any money on the table when when you're doing your next order 20 bucks is like a whole product for free so good on the people that are making use of that all right now to round off today's episode i am going to share my recommendation of the week and for this week this is an app that is a really handy app to use if you're wanting to catch up on Korean dramas and reality TV shows, but you don't speak Korean, which I assume is a lot of people that are listening to this podcast. So, obviously, there are lots and lots of different places that you can go and, you know, find K-dramas, find reality shows. I'm pretty sure Disney Plus has a lot um, that they've added. Netflix obviously does, but not all of them are translated into English, so a lot of the really trending shows, like stuff that I'm watching on TV, I've noticed then there's no English subtitles, so I don't know if there's another place to go and necessarily watch the same show, but this app is called Rakuten Viki, V-I-K-I, uh, and I'll have a link to that, and this is totally not sponsored, I mean, I used to have a subscription to this act Uh, this app many years ago Uh, but I you know I've I've let it lapse just because I'm pretty lazy I tend to just either turn on the tv and watch whatever's on like I just don't have that much spare time anymore that I can go and you know go and download the app and and look for like the old shows i'm just like if i have 20 minutes at night i'll just throw on netflix or whatever's on the actual free to air in korea but this app was one of my favorites back in the day particularly when i was learning korean and you know they've translated a lot of the shows into heaps and heaps of different languages English Spanish Um, I've even seen some in Italian before so lots of different languages now I'm pretty sure there are different tiers within the app that you can pay for I like I I'm thinking back in the day it used to have like one tier where it was like okay you can pay to get rid of the ads in it otherwise you have to sit through the ads. So you'll have to check it out and see you know what the the current you know setup is what the current deal is. But this was a pretty good app, particularly if you are looking for like a back catalogue of really great old dramas. They did have some of the new releases, definitely. Not every single thing, obviously, because I think it depends on what they can get the contract for. But if you are dipping your little pinky toe into the world of K- uh, K-drama and you're just like, I want more, and I want it in English or a different language, go and check out the Vicky app. Uh, and, and just see, I guess, have a play around, see if you can find anything there you like. But I know a lot of people have been telling me that they're getting more into Korean TV. So if that's you and you fall into that category, then that is one option where you can kind of, you know, go for gold, binge as much as you want uh, within the app. And it keeps like your place for you too, which is really handy uh, so that you know when you're where you're up to and you don't have to, you know, if you're like watching stuff off, you know, your computer or whatnot, you have to go back into it and where were you up to and you can't remember and what episode rah, 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 rah. whereas this saves it all for you so you can go back and just like pick up where you left off you can switch in between different dramas that's what I used to really like about it so that is my recommendation for the week I am gonna leave it here for this Tuesday I will of course be back on Thursday so make sure you stay subscribed uh, and if you haven't already done so just a little hint hint nudge nudge wink wink please don't forget to leave a little review just a tiny weeny little review for the podcast i would love that and i will catch you on style story